Welcome to the Sugar Switch Podcast, featuring Kathy Orman, health coach and author of The Sugar Switch. This is the number one short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast all about sugar and your health. You'll discover how to kick the sugar, eliminate cravings for good, completely reverse pre-diabetes, increase your energy, and lose weight, look good, and feel great. As well, you'll be empowered to reduce your risk for serious health issues. And now, here's your host, Kathy Orman. Welcome to part two in the series about EMF energy. This episode is focused on limiting your exposure to EMFs, which is becoming increasingly important. Considering the rising number of cell technology users and the increasing electromagnetic power of cell technology, EMF radiation is a real growing concern for our individual and collective health. The health effects of EMF radiation are cumulative, meaning that they add up slowly and they don't necessarily happen or manifest in a short amount of time. Research has shown that there is a wide range of effects and EMFs do not have the same effect on everyone. Here's what we will dive into. A quick recap of Part 1, EMF Energy, Invisible Health Hazard. EMF Radiation, Children and Youth. And then I'll talk about 12 ways to limit your exposure to EMFs. And finally, related episodes of the Sugar Switch podcast. Let's get started with a quick recap of Part 1, EMF Energy, Invisible Health Hazard. In Part 1 of this series, I talked about what EMF energy is, why there's so much confusion about EMF exposure, and a long list of health hazards that EMF radiation has been shown to be connected to, including ADHD, Alzheimer's disease, brain health issues, including memory loss, cardiac arrhythmias and cardiovascular disease, chronic fatigue syndrome, depression, anxiety, infertility, osteoarthritis, sleep disorders, and more. If you haven't already heard part one, I encourage you to check it out. This episode also has information about exactly how EMFs damage your cells, the mechanism, and specific body systems that are affected by EMFs. Let's talk about EMF radiation, children, and youth. EMFs have been shown to disrupt the endocrine system, which regulates production and secretion of hormones that affect the important processes of growth and development. This can be harmful to children and youth who are still in their developing years. Many studies have been done that focus specifically on the effect EMFs have on children and young adults. Researchers have reported that young children's brains absorb more radiation than adults' brains. This indicates that children could be more vulnerable to EMF-related brain tumors. Scientists in France did research which showed that under standard conditions of use, twice as much radiation would penetrate a child's head than an adult's. The most recent studies indicate that children are being exposed to EMF radiation through cell phones and tablet computers at an increasingly young age, often age 6 or younger. This not only puts children at risk of health issues at a younger age, it means that children will be exposed to EMF radiation for more years than adults, making them at even higher risk for health issues. Young teens and adolescents are also at higher risk due to being exposed to EMFs for a higher number of years, starting long before they become adults. 
the current telecommunication safety standards do not address any health concerns for children and youth. The only standards in place are for adults, which are not adequate at all. This is very concerning. Current safety standards regarding EMF emission levels are based on radiation absorbed by adults. They do not take into consideration children's higher exposure and higher risk for serious health issues. Let's talk about 12 ways to limit your exposure to EMFs. These are in random order. Number one, become knowledgeable about EMF radiation. Knowledge in itself is not necessarily power, yet it can be extremely powerful when it is combined with the right action. Gain the knowledge you need to protect yourself and maintain your health as much as possible. Here's where most of the EMF exposure comes from. Cell phone towers. The closer you live to it, the more exposure you get. Cell phones, probably the biggest exposure for most people, since there are about 1.9 billion cell phone users worldwide. Cordless phones, Wi-Fi routers, which many people have in their homes now. Bluetooth objects, including Bluetooth headsets. Intermittent sources of EMF radiation, including baby monitors, smart thermostats, and microwave ovens. Don't just take my word for it. I encourage you to do your own research and gain the knowledge you need so that you can take positive action for your own health. Number two, use wired connections in your home instead of wireless. Wireless connections, Wi-Fi, cordless phones, laptop and tablet computers are all sources of EMF radiation. Using corded connections can reduce the EMF radiation. If you need to have Wi-Fi instead of a cable-connected router, turn the Wi-Fi off when you're not using it, like at night before you go to bed. Number three, limit the time you spend talking on your cell phone. Cell phones are one of the biggest sources of EMF exposure. Reserve your cell phone to use only for important calls and keep the calls short and to the point. Research studies have found that a two-minute cell phone call can alter natural brain activity for up to one hour. Number four, use text instead of a phone call, if possible, when it's safe to do so. Obviously, you don't want to use texting while driving a vehicle or using equipment that requires your complete attention. In other situations, texting could be a better option because the phone is not held against your head or ear and it generally can take less time than a phone call, limiting your EMF exposure time. Number five, avoid cell phone use in a car or in an elevator. The metal box of an elevator or a car can reduce cell signal, which forces the phone to use more power to connect and transmit, which increases EMF radiation. Number six, avoid using your cell phone when there is a low cell signal. If the cell reception or cell signal is low, your phone requires more power to connect and transmit information. That increases the amount of EMF radiation Perhaps wait until there is more of a cell signal. Number seven, try hands-free. Use your cell phone a few inches from your head. There's a warning that comes with every cell phone, which people are not generally aware of because it's in the fine print of the phone's information. Most cell phone dealers won't tell you about it either. The warning is to hold the cell phone more than an inch away from your head. EMF radiation from your cell phone goes into the temporal lobe of your brain when the phone is held to your ear. That area of your brain handles more than just hearing and auditory processing. It also handles long-term memory, speech, and vision. 
When using your cell phone, you could have it away from you and use it on speaker, or you could use a corded headset attached to your cell phone, which allows you to have your cell phone several inches away from your head. Do not use a Bluetooth headset or wireless headset because that creates more EMFs right in your ear beside your brain. Number eight, do not carry your cell phone directly against your body. Do not carry your cell phone in your pants or shirt pocket. For men, it's especially important not to carry it in your pants pocket because having EMF radiation close to the groin area has been linked to infertility issues. For women, do not carry your cell phone in your bra as that has been linked to increased cases of breast cancer. Number nine, EMF protection devices. Consider protection from EMFs using a scientifically validated protection device that can strengthen your bioenergy field and your immune system against the harmful impacts of EMF energy. Number 10, take steps to reduce EMF exposure when sleeping. Avoid sleeping with your cell phone turned on beside you. Turn your cell phone off, which will stop EMF emission, or turn it on to airplane mode, which will greatly reduce EMF emission. Turn off your household Wi-Fi at night to drastically limit EMF exposure for everyone in your home. Number 11. Remove smart meters. While smart meters have the purpose of giving you lots of information about energy consumption, etc., they are constantly emitting high-intensity impulses of EMF energy. Some smart meters pulse up to 190,000 times per day. The pulses can travel up to 2 miles. There is no upside in terms of savings by using a smart meter, and they've been linked to many health issues because of the EMF radiation they emit. And last but not least, number 12, optimize your nutrition. Continuous exposure to EMFs creates an excessive amount of active free radicals right from the mitochondria of the body's cells. While the body needs some free radical activity, it's the excessive amount of free radicals that are created which cause damage to your health. Free radical damage to cells causes a number of issues. Many medical doctors and researchers agree that the biggest issue free radicals cause is inflammation, which is regarded to be the underlying cause of so many serious health issues, including heart issues, joint issues, prediabetes, arthritis, gut issues, immune issues, to name a few. Having good nutrition by consuming nutrient-dense foods instead of nutritionally empty refined foods and sugars is one of the best ways to help your body increase antioxidants. Antioxidants neutralize free radicals and are necessary for a number of other tasks within the body to keep you healthy. Many previous episodes talk about foods and nutrition that can help you reduce free radicals and dramatically increase your overall health. I will list those episodes at the end. There are two particular nutritional components that will help reduce the effects of EMFs, magnesium and NRF2. Let's start with magnesium. Studies have shown that most people are deficient in the mineral magnesium because our standard diet is typically low in that mineral, plus the soils have been depleted in magnesium. Magnesium could drastically reduce the effects of EMF exposure because it could serve as a calcium channel blocker. Note that studies are still being done on that. In the last episode, part one, I talked about calcium channels. The mechanism that harms human cells involves EMF radiation, opening channels called VGCCs, voltage-gated calcium channels, which let damaging amounts of calcium into the cells. Documented studies have shown 
found that magnesium deficiency is linked to increased VGCC activity. NRF2. NRF2 stands for nuclear factor like 2. NRF2 has several health benefits within the body. NRF2 increases the level of antioxidants such as superoxide dismutase, catalase, and other beneficial intracellular antioxidants. It improves the cell's mitochondrial function. It lowers inflammation. NRF2 helps the body detoxify, including detoxification from metals. You can raise your body's NRF2 level through nutrition by consuming foods that increase NRF2. Cruciferous vegetables, broccoli, which has sulforaphane, and nutrients found in cabbage. Foods that contain long-chain omega-3 fatty acids and fish oil. Garlic and onion, which contain sulfur compounds, including terpenoids. Foods that are high in carotenoids, including the carotenoids beta-carotene and lycopene. Cantaloupe, asparagus, bell peppers, kale, mangoes, turnip, and collard greens. Peaches, oranges, pink grapefruit, pumpkin, winter squash, spinach, sweet potato, and tomatoes. Let's talk about related episodes of the Sugar Switch podcast. There are some related episodes that you might want to listen to. TSSP068, Sugar and Inflammation, Part 6, Stop Inflammation. TSSP075, How Do Microwaves Affect Health? TSSP076, Sugar, Free Radicals, and the Food Solution. TSSP077, Antioxidants, Food Source versus Supplements. TSSP119, Sugar, Sleep, and Inflammation. TSSP123, Plant Power Part 3, Look for the Rainbow. TSSP169, Your Health, Your Power Part 4, this one has info about sulforaphane. TSSP178, EMF Energy Part 1, Invisible Health Hazard. Here's the one minute recap. Here's what was just discussed. A quick recap of previous episode 1, EMF energy, invisible health hazard, EMF radiation, children and youth, 12 ways to limit your exposure to EMFs, and related episodes of the Sugar Switch podcast. Here's the bottom line. EMF exposure is a true health concern that has been around for the last few decades. It's an issue that is not going away anytime soon. In fact, it's getting even bigger as more and more technology is developed. EMF energy is around all of us 24-7, whether we are in public places or at home, even if we don't use a cell phone. We cannot avoid it, yet there are things we can do to drastically reduce our exposure to EMF radiation. Don't just take my word for it. I encourage you to do your own research, your own due diligence about EMFs. Gain the knowledge you need to protect yourself and maintain your health as much as possible. Stand in your power. Learn all you can about EMF radiation, the sources of EMF radiation, and how it affects human health. Determine ways that you can take action to drastically reduce your exposure to EMFs, and then take Take action on what you've learned. The Sugar Switch Podcast is a unique, informative, short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast program. The aim is to tell it like it is, to give you a new perspective about sugar, nutrition, and ways that you can be as healthy as possible. Every episode is available on the SugarSwitchPodcast.com and on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Blueberry, Google Podcasts, Podcast Index, Amazon Music, GeoSav, and Ghana, and on Android. Thank you very much for joining me. I appreciate you and all Sugar Switch listeners. Until next time, cultivate gratitude and live the sweet life without refined foods and sugar. Bye for now. 
thank you for joining Kathy on the Sugar Switch Podcast. If you would like to be free of sugar and relentless cravings, increase your energy all day, every day, reverse pre-diabetes, and totally avoid serious health issues like diabetes, inflammation, and heart and stroke issues, Kathy Orman would love to connect with you. Find out how the Sugar Switch system can help you be the healthiest you can be. Contact Kathy Orman at www.thesugarswitchpodcast.com. Tune in next week for more great info on the Sugar Switch Podcast. And we'd love it if you'd submit a review for the Sugar Switch Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.